Whew. It's fight week, fellas. It is fucking fight week. Only been waiting for this day since mid-December when we bought the tickets for UFC 271. And the Houston. money was drafted from my account. That's when this all started. When I started, <laughs> it better be a good night or oh David God, will man. hear a lot of complaints. That's I mean, when it all started. I mean, you're showing up hella late anyway. So, I mean, I would already be complaining if I were you as it is. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'll be enjoying. I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let Alex do that. And I'll be seeing I'll the walkouts. We're going to be right there, hopefully, I think, where they walk out. Yeah. I'll be like, look what you're missing out on. We better be able to see their sweat from that for that fucking prize, dude. Oh my god! All right, we we ain't even paying. Yeah, premium, and you keep bro. saying you keep saying these seats are really good. What is yeah, really we haven't good even to seen... you? I haven't really questioned it, but you keep saying really good. What is good to you? Like, like we'll feel sweat, or you know, we can. <laughs> it, it won't be nosebleed. We're, it's 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 better than what we were these past two times. Hold on, dude. Cause last time we were like on the edge of it, we better not be like on the top of it, just not on the on the second tier. Yeah. There we go. On one of those nights, I know I ended up with the neck hurt just because I, I it was at a weird angle. We had to look down, and I just wasn't. It wasn't a good. <laughs> it was a good angle. We were <laughs> scary high. It was just. It was all right. It was all right. But we'll see but, what, uh, where these seats are. We'll find we out a lot about the seats. We'll so. find out Saturday, all right? I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing the shit. I don't want to go up any stairs, bro. If I go up some stairs, <laughs> I'm cussing you out. <laughs> You'll be going downstairs, dude. There we go. You're not going oh. upstairs. You're going down some stairs. But just a little bit. Don't don't get it twisted. It's just a little bit of stairs. It's a few rows of stairs. But all right. All right. we're here to preview UFC 271 coming up Saturday, February 12th. Day before Alejandro's birthday. So perfect timing. And yeah, I mean, perfect timing. The the, train. The train, I know. Literally, could have, we've been sitting here talking. We've just been talking. Starts now. (laughs) All right. So let's just start. Let's just get to the main event Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker, too. Ooh. I'm gonna turn this over to Caesar because he's been the Stylebender's number one hater as of lately, and so yeah, I, I, I just I just mm. want, I just want to hear this perspective yeah. here. I mean, I wouldn't say a hater. I just am not the biggest fanboy. You know, he's okay. He's a good fighter, but I think he's a little overset. And I think it's not. I don't really hate on Adesanya as much as I hate on his coaching, the Eugene dude and. Because besides that, I, I like all the guys, the Dan Hooker, the uh, all, all the people on his team. But um, I just don't seem to like the coach. Every time he speaks, I just I'm like, oh, why is this guy talking again? And I feel like he speaks like he thinks he speaks for Adesanya. And I think like Adesanya is a lot more chill than the coach. And I feel like the coach tries to, oh, you know, my fighters, oh, you know, Robert Whitaker need to get in the back of the line. You know, it don't work. Oh my like God. That. That's the and only thing he said. I haven't heard him talk okay. since then. <laughs> that was like seven months ago, bro. <laughs> like, get he still over said it. it. He still said it. And he said it about the fight that we're talking about right and now. So, you this know, is you how know he what feels. Happened? You know what ended up happening? They still ended up fighting. You're still exactly. scheduled to fight. So, why is this coach talking? Who is he talking for? Who, who does he think he's speaking for? Like, does oh. he think he speaks for his what fighters? What if he's just he trying to just... promo, dude? What if he's just trying to be the first exactly. coach to help promo, bro? And you're nailed it. I think he tries to do his own promo. I think he tries to sell these fights. I think he tries to do a lot more than just the coach inside of it. And come on, bro. Like he's in, a lot, in, in the cameras a lot more than a Trevor Whitman. And Trevor Whitman deserves to be in the cameras a lot more than the Eugene dude. But he seems to always find the cameras. Eugene and so, has more fighters. So, not more important fighters than uh, Whitman. Whitman has champions. Numerous. Come on, bro. He has assassins. You, you don't compare that to these Australians, kangaroo punching people. Come on, oh, bro. Oh, They're right, over right. there. Let's not disrespect. No, 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 no. Yes, Izzy. Come on, bro. Come on. How, how dare you? How dare you compare them to these elite warriors that women is raising? Those are those are freaking uh, spies that hold are. On, being, hold on, I'm, hold pretty, on. I'm, I'm almost. I would almost be disappointed if a government hasn't reached out to Trevor Whitman to borrow those fighters for some type of secret operation. I, Whitman I, is I, on another level. 
I hate you because we always like straight. You always do some dumb shit like this makes us stray away. And I just fall for it. But I got to go with it because, first of all, Eugene has just as many champions on his squad that Trevor Whitman does. Let's not act like Justin Gage is a champion. He has a whole country behind him, I guess. I guess. I guess. Let's not act like Justin Gage is a champion. Okay. 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. The good thing about Eugene and Israel is they have almost a country behind them. Like they rep Australia. Like. Trevor Women is more of New a fighter or whatever. The the <laughs> fight the fighters for women, they each kind of have their own thing. Women is just more on the in the shadows, you know, per se. And that's what I like the trainer to be. I like him to be in the shadows. Eugene for me is always in the cameras. Bro, but Israel if it wasn't himself, for that one quote, okay. <laughs> you wouldn't be saying this. That was the one time he was in the camera. He said it. He said it. And I was like, dude, why are you saying this? Like, we all know that Robert Whitaker deserves the rematch. Okay. And this for this dude just be like, oh, he needs to get him back of the line. You know, there's a line for a reason. Like, bro, come on, bro. He just, ooh, boy. Oh uh, so God, I didn't like... case. He, hey, any hey. professional coaches, MMA fighters, all it takes is for one quote for Caesar to hey, watch <laughs> what you just, say, bro. Watch what Caesar you say. Cut you down. No. He cancel. He's canceled. No, that was the only thing. Israel as a fighter, as a person, I think he's great. You know, his YouTube is awesome. His team, his uh his uh, personality and his finest out like I'm super excited that we're going to be there. The walkout should be interesting. You know, he puts on a show before, during and after the fight. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be fun all around. Whitaker's more, more in the shadows, uh, more low key. So I don't really have anything with Israel Adesanya. I think it's going to be good. But overall, I'm going with Whitaker. I like to see oh. the status quo broken. I like to see the underdog. I like to think I want to see things shaking up. I do think I think he has more will to win right now. More um more um no more heart per se. And I think Israel just I think he's gotten a little too comfortable. And I think he needs a, a rude awakening. And I think Robert Whitaker can hopefully be the one to do that. Am I a hundred percent certain that he's gonna win? No. Would I bet anything? Of my pup, any of my pup, no. Um, but, you know, my heart kind of really wants Bobby Knuckles to win this one, man. And I think that should mean something. Because uh, by all means, by all logic and reasoning, Israel Adesanya is winning this fight. And it might be a dirty fight. It might be a Vittori-looking fight where they drag it on and they're going all the way to the last buzzer. And Adesanya wins a decision because he was faster on the feet and he had some good defense. And Robert couldn't really just drag him around the way that he wants. Um, I think he's still going to win. But, you know, you never know. I want, you know, the status quo to be broken. Things would definitely be shaking up. We'll be talking about a trilogy at that point, maybe on on somebody's soil, one of them. You know, we get a, a bigger fight. Then maybe we can get uh, a trilogy in, I guess, Africa and bring Usman along. Uh, I don't know. I just, it sets up the next fight after that. Because besides that... I don't know who else, you know, Israel is his next competition. Before the Israel loss, Whitaker was, they keep saying he was unbeatable for seven years. So, I mean, that has to count for something. Then after that, he's beaten all the elites as well. So I guess that's just the, uh, it would be more interesting if he loses. Plus watching him lose, like, how does he react to that? Because he lost to Jan, but that was okay because, oh, you know, I dare to be great. And all this kind of stuff, like, you know, of course he was going to be bigger and all that stuff. He was able to still pull up the, I'm undefeated in my division. But now losing to the guy that he took the belt from, I think it shakes everything. It gives the entire division new confidence. Uh, it changes everything. But him winning doesn't change anything. We're back to square one. Like, who does he fight now? So that's my take on it. Take Robert Whitaker deep inside. Deep, deep. Because... Like I said, style bender hater. Um, I am taking Israel Adesanya by decision. Um, and I swear I don't want to hear after the fight, man. He's a boring fighter, dude. He all his fights a decision, man. Because I already know that's what you're gonna say. Um, the thing is, I think the what will be key here is that I just think style bender. His fight IQ, he's just too smart. I feel like he's he has all the tools in the tool bag 
but also he's just smarter than the other guy that he'll be facing. Um, not anything against Robert Whitaker. It's kind of like the what Usman said about Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington's great, but he's just going to have to face the fact that there was somebody better than him while he was fighting. And that's the, what Robert Whitaker is going to have to deal with. There was just somebody better while he was fighting. And um, so I believe Stylebender takes this by decision, um, purely off of fight IQ. He'll find a way, find, find the holes, find a way to win. Um, he showed last fight against Marvin Vittori, he tried to do this grappling thing, and he showed with Vittori's a pretty big dude too. Um, he showed reversals. He he showed that he can do stuff on the ground. He's not just Kevin Holland. Sorry, Kevin Holland. I love you, but I mean, it's not just Kevin Holland. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Robert Whitaker though. I think this is going to be a potential banger. This has potential of like Adesanya versus Gaslam potential. Oof. Yeah. Um, that would be all on Whitaker. Really, it all comes down to Whitaker. The the uh, the challenger has to take it from the champion. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, the danger is ending up with another. Uh, what's that dude? Um, uh, oh man, that really boring fight. Uh, Joel Romero. Yeah. You know where he was waiting for Adesanya to come to him, and that was never going to happen. Here, uh, Robert Edgar has to go up to him and take it. But that's what he tried the first time around. He tried the whole. Gastelum plant, Gastelum plant, Gastelum's a freaking, uh, was it a bull? Like he just runs in, and he'll take the punishment. And we saw how that fight ended up, freaking banger, fifth round, one of the best rounds of all time. But Whitaker didn't withstand that damage, and Adesanya picked him to pieces a lot more. So now he's taken the yawn approach, the more wrestling, wrestling, grappling. Uh, unless that's uh, a feint. Uh, um, a bluff and really he's been practicing his standing game and uh, he's throwing Israel Adesanya off and making him confident whatever because honestly I do think the first fight it came down to ego which was Whitaker's I think Whitaker thought a little bit less of Adesanya and that's the whole story this one I think Israel Adesanya is downplaying Whitaker and I think he's a little too confident I think I I do. I, I do think he's a little bit too confident going into this one. I think he could be downplaying. I mean, it's it's hard to really um be scared of somebody that you beat that easily. Like he beat him almost flawlessly the first time around. I think so. I mean my vibes I get from Izzy is that I mean he, he's where he's at for a reason. I think he does have that confidence he has that swagger, that cockiness, but at the same time, it comes from a place of he knows he knows what he's facing. He doesn't take any opponent lightly. He doesn't take a Marvin Vittori lightly, especially not a Robert Whitaker, because Robert he he has to know Robert Whitaker is the next best in the division. You know, Whitaker's a monster. He's a beast, and he knows that. He and beat so, him so easily that compared to a Gassum that went the the whole thing. Or uh, uh, Vittori that didn't that took that went all the way. He beat Whitaker in the second round, like a flawless execution, like mm-hmm. borderline easy. So how do you wake up every morning and be like, oh yeah, you know, the only way to do it is I'm gonna outdo it this time. I'm gonna beat him in the first round. Like you beat not, him, not, so not even because you because you that you know as a competitor you know the other person's bringing their best. You know that they're even more mad they're more motivated they are more motivated now to beat you so that means you have to be even more motivated to be able to fight better yeah but you beat him so so easily so maybe he's like okay well maybe it drags on a little longer but i'm still gonna beat this guy no matter like and that's normal i don't blame him like like can you imagine dude you've you've never played sports in your life have you this but this is different this is a fight this is raw like just natural. It's Somebody, competition. Yeah, but he beat him so... Like, if this would have been even Gastelum rematch, maybe he would have been a little bit like, all right, man, we went the whole way. Like, he almost, like, we had some... Whitaker, it was, like... I rewatched it. It was Whitaker had nothing. Robert Whitaker did nothing to Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya walked out like it was an easy sparring session. 
So it's normal for him to just even lose. Like, Whitaker is waking up every night. Like, fuck, this guy just, he, be, no, I gotta, I gotta get, right. I gotta get back into it. I gotta get back into it. Uh, while Adesanya, I do think his competition level is very high. And I do think he takes it very, very seriously. But the raw natural, there's no fear. There's no waking up, like motivating. Like, I, I don't see that. that. I think that's why it also took this long for him to take this fight. Because I, I don't think he's in any way motivated to fight Whitaker again. Well, it took this long because of New Zealand's shutdown laws or whatever, because they shut the country down and all that BS. You know, we saw how Dan Hooker was having issues. Um, he was able to go up and fight Jan. That one was an easy one. Just to go up to a whole other division and fight that those guys, huh? That was a little easier. And then what, he tried what, to fight Whitaker right before, right after Whitaker had gotten in that one fight. I don't know who who was his last fight. They were like, um, it was like a month afterward. And that's was it Cannoneer? I think it was Cannoneer. Uh, and they were like, oh, we'll take the fight now. Or, you know, don't take. It was like, bro, I, I just got out of one. Like, give me, a cu- give me another month. He was like, no, nah, we need to fight their now. Shot, bro. Maybe they're shooting their yeah, shot. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, like, they purposely were like, no, nah, like, like, let's. Either by Look, fear or either by just lack of motivation. Like, why are we gonna fight this guy again? Like, like we beat him. Like, why fight this guy again? Okay. Um, first one of or all, the other. It's one, it has to be one of the other. First of all, right? Izzy explained how he wanted to stay active, so that's why it just it happened that way. But towards the end of the year, like I said, New Zealand shut down. I don't know what you don't understand about that. They couldn't go anywhere. No, I understand. That. I know. I understand that. But Dan Hooker still found a way to continue fighting. Like. It, it was yes, hard. Yes, and in it, but you can't do that as a champion. No, 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 no. I, I understand that. I understand that. But it wasn't even like it wasn't considered. Like for them, it was, it was just not. It was and not plus, like they were more interested to fight other people. Are, like, are, are you? Are you? Are you in Dana White's war, war room? Maybe Dana White just didn't have the plate spot for them yet. Why? What Dana White has anything to do with this? Damn, you know, the bro, matchmakers or whatever that, whatever. Yeah, Anywho. he's a champion, bro. If he Anywho. was like, hey, if he was like, yo, give me the Whitaker, like, it was going to happen. He's the champion. But he decided, like, he was like, hey, like, he decided. He was like, I want to fight in March. Fight or if you don't, like, Dana can't do anything. But Dana can't be like, hey, yo, I decided, yo, let's do it next month. Like, hey, let, I'm, I'm fighting this month or, or whatever. Like, we set this date. Like, if you can't make it, then you can't make it. Like, he does, he does have power. And you are right. Like, it, it was, I think a lot of it was out of his hands. Uh, Whitaker, you know, was in other fights and stuff like that. Like, I, I do think timing was off. But I don't think they were mad about that. I don't think that where they were mad, like, all right, we don't, we don't have to fight this guy again. But like, circling, back either, to, <clears throat> circling back to the motivation, mm-hmm. you, it, just because he knocked him out in the fashion he did the first time doesn't mean there's lack of motivation for this fight. You got to, for instance... Doug Rose versus Wei Lee. You think because Rose knocked her out with that head kick in the first couple minutes that she lacked motivation yeah, for that? Wasn't, yeah, but she wasn't undefeated. And like, fight, like I don't know. I just, I, I do get you. And I'm not saying he lost motivation. I still think he had, like, I think he has, like, he's a very high, like, he's an elite competitor. Like, he fought so, like, I think the, mo- the motivation to stay the champ overrides anything else like i don't think he's losing the belt i think he would and that we saw that in some of his previous fight like going into one of like i think it was the gas one we were like yo i'm prepared to die right here yeah like he i don't think he's gonna go easy i'm not saying that either but um i do think you lose even and we see it all the time i mean dude he's lapping his division and making it look so easy there has to be at least a little bit of like all right let's and and it's hard to say that he's taking a day off or stuff like that because I honestly think he's training like like he's still taking it as serious because he's young you know this is his life you know he's if he loses that belt like it's gonna be so he knows that but um I think Whitaker overrides that because I still think Adesanya still if this would have happened after the yawn fight I think the motivation is no doubt there he has to put his foot down be like I'm still the rightful champ. Yeah, I I lost, but that was in a division higher. I'm still undefeated here. And he did that to Vittori. And that's why he almost tried to make it look like humiliating for Vittori. Like at the end where he was like, oh, I'm hurt. Like in the, in the octagon and like fake crying. Like he almost had to make it look 
like embarrassing for Vittori. Like, how dare you think you can beat me just because Yawn beat me? Type Bro, of he, thing. <clears throat> he embarrassed Vittori when he was up against the fence and he just was straight head movement weaving all the punches. I was like, dang, this this guy's he is that good. And, that, and that's why it's that's why you kind of see it as a hater because you're only looking at the stuff that you don't like. But it's like I can appreciate how good he is, and I can appreciate how technical and how uh like he makes it look so easy to fight to fight everybody else in his division and he's not really a weight uh bully you know he's in his right weight uh division you know he's beating them fair and square i mean there's a whole thing with the his little boob thing going on that's raising a lot of questions <laughs> but um for the most part he's pretty clean you know he he's good he helps out you know kids he has a good youtube following of like good Hearted uh, content where they're just watching fights. He previews things. Like he's a good overall dude, but we're talking about a scrap here. Do, we're talking do, about a guy who he took it from him. Do you think? I feel like the UFC really hasn't been promoting this this fight. I think there's just so many good fights surrounding this fight. Like oh, next because to it, the F- Rafael Fizia versus Dos Anjos RDA, and then the well, week after. Just, and even just looking at the pay-per-views coming up, like this isn't one of their biggest pay-per-views. Honestly, um, all right, look, look, I was looking at the March one, which is going to be Covington versus Masvidal. Oh, yeah, that, that's main event that's badass. But I was looking down the card and I was like, eh, I kind of prefer our card just because we actually have a belt on the line and it kind of on the on the main event and it feels like it means something. Now, we got Jacksonville got that April card again yeah. that's looking like yeah. it's stacking up. And I'm just like, really? I mean, they got uh, Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. They got the uh, Volkanovsky versus uh, Korean Zombie. And then they're, I see tr- Twitter tremblings, Shemaev and Gilbert Burns going back and forth trying to get on that April, April card as well. And I'm just like, fucking Jacksonville, bro. They get everything. Yeah, yeah, I know they they def. I mean, that's supposed to be the city that helped the UFC out when nobody <laughs> else would, when nobody else would open up their doors. They were the only ones to open up the doors. Uh, but still, but dude, what if, what if the UFC is slowly not? Because we we said the same thing about the Ingana fight. We're like, oh, they're not advertising this fight as much as they used to. Yeah, they they're uh, really not. They're not doing it this card. What if that's just not a thing? And they're letting the fighters do it. And you'll see the fighters that do like the Masvidal. Masvidal is doing his own promo. He doesn't need the UFC to do anything. The UFC just needs to say, Masvidal's fighting. Covington no, un- understands the assignment. He knows, all right, bet. I got to go out there, and we gonna, we're going to sell the fight. Like, we're going to make sure everybody wants, nobody wants to miss that night. Nobody wants to be the guy that, hey, you heard what happened? Be like, no, nah, what happened? Bro. Like, nobody wants to be that guy. So, because Masvidal is setting it up that way. But, it's Rodasanya. I mean, it's, it, they haven't really, and gone the last one, and... I mean, I get the UFC. These the last one. I we understood. You know, there's the whole contract. Why built up a guy, but Brandon Moreno, figure out that was a good fight. They didn't really do it. I get the numbers fine. This one, yeah, I guess we're not really seeing as much. But is that a thing? I mean, or is this just normal? Are we really seeing like? Because we keep seeing like, oh, they're not promoting. But what I, is that just? A thing? What if I it's guess, next to the fighter thing? I mean, you do you do have a good point with maybe the UFC is just letting the fighters promote it. Maybe they had the cut back on the promoting budget. I don't know. Um, maybe I just haven't been watching ESPN as much as I was a few months ago. Because I feel like when a fight comes, a big fight, pay-per-view fight comes up, and I'm actually watching ESPN a lot, I'm like, oh, it's everywhere. They're talking about it and everywhere. All that, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. You can maybe... see the difference in promo from a McGregor to, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, a smaller yeah. rank fight. You yeah, know, you, you can definitely see the difference in promo. But you're, you're talking about this card. I honestly think from on paper, all the cards we've had in Houston, this is probably the best one we've had on paper. In the last Good. three that we've been to or in forever, the UFC and the Toyota Center? The last we've been to. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is definitely going to be better than the last one because this one, Derek Lewis you know got not got tko'd and we just went home sad and whatnot but everybody was everybody was walking out with their heads low it was so depressing man just thousands versus, of people just walking out versus the the may one with chandler versus Oliveira. we were all like oh, yeah it's a fucking phenomenal fight 
And so speaking of Derek Lewis, the people's main event, the co-main event, Derek the Black Beats Lewis versus Ty Bam Bam Tui Tui Vasa? Yeah, Tui Vasa. The real people's main event. Dude. Dude. Is this coming out? Is this getting out of the first round? That's what I need to know. No. Hopefully, it doesn't end at a standstill. But no, like, that's the worst case scenario. Three rounds of nothing. But these guys, I mean, at least Tui Vasa. Tui Vasa is going to bring it. Derek Lewis got the right hand. Watch out for that right hand. But besides that, you know, come on. The thing Hi, Tui Vasa, bro. The thing is, I really think Derek Lewis is going to take this one. I, I really, I don't want to get my hopes too high up. I mean, either way, I love both fighters. Obviously, Derek Lewis, H-Town, hold it down. You know, he he has the advantage, but I love both fighters. So, I mean, if Ty wins, it won't. I won't be too upset to see him do a shoey. Um, but I think Derek is going to take this because in these fights where it's just swinging and banging, you don't beat Derek Lewis. Like, Derek Lewis, people keep talking about one-punch power with Nganu. Derek Lewis is the real one-punch power. Like. It, it just somebody somebody needs to measure how hard Derek Lewis punches and get him on jackass. And <laughs> but I guess I, I, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I just can't see Derek Lewis going down on a swinging and banging contest. I I I mean we've seen him kind of like against Cyril Gone where it's just like he gets TKO'd. He kind of I guess gives I'm, I don't want to say give up, but for a lack of better term, just kind of like tap out of it. Like just I'm done, but we've never seen them get slept or, yeah, no. you, you know, you know what I mean? And I mean, have we seen two Vasa <clears throat> get slept? I, I, I mean, I haven't seen, I'm, I, I've seen two Vasa on these, on this recent win streak. I haven't seen them before. Like I haven't seen his, he's 14 and three. So he has three losses. I don't know. I haven't seen those losses. Yeah. I probably will go back and look at that. But all I'm saying is um, one thing I was thinking yeah. about when Nganu versus Gan was happening and Gan just couldn't get up from Nganu's wrestling, I was like, dude, Derek Lewis, just get up. You just, just, just stand up. Derek Lewis would have got up. Yep. That's all <laughs> he it just takes. stands up. Luckily, none of these guys, I don't think they're going to be doing any grappling or anything besides just trying to trying to bang. Uh, I just feel like they both need this win. After Derek Lewis lost on home soil in front of his own people, went off to fight Chris Dawkins, but now back in his hometown, he's not the main event. He only has three rounds to worry about. Has somebody like Tui Vasa who's still up and coming. It's a good way to... I mean, he was going to start slowly becoming a gatekeeper for his own division. You know, he this not is a really going to fight for the belt, but... This is a perfect redemption fight for him in Houston, and I'm glad yep. he did it. And you say up and coming. I think Tai Tuivasa is there. I, yeah, I well, personally but, think well, he's what, there. What, what I'm saying up and coming is if that's why he needs this fight. Because if he win, wins this fight, if he wins this fight, we're talking about title uh, uh, yeah. eliminator. Man, I not do, unless y'all change that just, fucking rule. <laughs> He just no 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 if not for Derek I don't think if Derek wins he gets I'm he I think he would slowly become the gatekeeper for his division where he does not fight him for the belt because he can't he didn't even beat Gon like he he got humiliated by Gon like he's strong he's good but I don't think he's quite champ Tuivasa if he wins he just went over the last guy like that went up against for the interim title he's at least now in the talk before that he didn't believe he was even in the talk but if he wins. So he needs this one. If he doesn't, I don't know what happens. He goes back in the mix, I guess. I so a win, a win would mean a lot for both of them, and a win for either of them means somebody's on the ground waking up, you know, several <laughs> seconds late. Like that's yeah. the only way these guys are gonna win. I don't think it's going to distance. But besides I... all that, I take Tuivasa. Go ahead. <laughs> are you I, was, I was almost done. I was burping a little bit. Like I was trying, so that's why I kept stopping. But I was, uh, I just wanted to finish with that. I, I'm, I'm going for Tuivasa. Besides all that, wait, you're going, you're, yeah. you're Tuivasa. You're predicting yeah. his dub. Yeah, because we're back to. I don't want a gatekeeper in the division. Dang, we're 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 opposites, bro. Like, 
I see. All right. I I love it because you know when Chan when Chandler got knocked out by Oliveira, and I got to look at your jaw on the floor. It was great. It was amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. That so was not a good night. One thing I'm really looking forward to is this press conference because I mean you're gonna have Adesanya Whitaker. You know Adesanya is just gonna bring that flair. Derek Lewis and Ty Tuivasa. You know they're gonna be talking. You know Derek. They're probably not gonna be chirping back and forth at each other, but. Derek Lewis is just funny regardless. So it's just yeah. and but then uh, kind of like like they talk not at each other. Like I feel like Derek Lewis will throw a lot of like side comments at Tuivasa. Tuivasa will throw a lot of side comments. And all in like good fun, almost in like, I don't care, man. Like whatever's gonna happen, gonna, like and I feel like that like it is gonna be hilarious. Houston, Texas swanging and banging. Um You gonna pull up? You gonna pull up for any of them? For the Weigh in or the uh, oh, no, no, press no, conference? no. chill, chill, right. <laughs> chill, What's um, up, bro? chill. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm assuming they'll probably have Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson at the press conference as well. They are the Coco main event. <laughs> I think they only announced that. those four for the press conference. Oh, for real? I they, yeah, I think they only announced those Dang. four. Yeah, no one want to hear Jared Cannonier and no. Derek no. Brunson. No. Blonde so, Brunson, we're good. I mean, I feel like that that has a possibility of being good a good fight just because of the implications. That's a number one contender fight, um, essentially. Uh, Kyler Phillips, Marcelo Rojo, uh, Bobby Green. That's a name to look out for. Bobby Green versus Nasrat, Kelvin Gaslam, lightweight Kelvin Gaslam. Man, I was gonna let you try to try that out. No, nah, yeah, no, that no. Last lightweight, game. lightweight Kel. Lightweight Kelvin Gaslam, bro. That's all. That's, that's what I call him. Yeah, but well, that's a banger. Bobby Green. I, I like Bo- watching Bobby Green's fights. I recently, I texted you about it. I recently watched last time in Houston, Bobby Green versus uh, Rafael Fiziev. 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 There we go. Fiziev. And dude, I didn't realize how much of a banger that was. That was a fucking banger. And um, yeah. yeah, Bobby Green is that dude. I really like him. Uh, yeah, got... I like him, but it wasn't until time against Aya Quinta. Oh, like, he yeah. just completely demolished him. Just made it look so easy. Hands on his hips just kept coming up and just beat the dude. So that really put him on the radar for me, even after we watched him there. That one. So this this one should be a good fight to watch out for. Yeah. Um, featured prelim, Andre Orlovsky, super veteran. Jesus, nope. super veteran. Nope. Jared Vandera. And then we have uh, Roxanne Modafferi versus Casey O'Neill. Roxanne, it's her last fight. Casey O'Neill up and coming, a no undefeated. I think we know how that one's going. Alex Perez, Matt Schnell, good flyweight, uh, little tussle there. Uh, skipping over a couple or three because I don't know who they are, uh, but I guess hopefully they put on a show for us Saturday. And then uh, yep. Carlo, CKB, City Kickboxing, Carlos Olberg, Fabio Charent, I guess if that's how you pronounce it, Carlos Olberg. He's a he's pretty good. I'm a City Kickboxing fan. If you're City Kickboxing, I, I, I fucks with you. I, I fucks with you. Oh, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> Sorry, Caesar. You've been talking about Sorry. it this whole time. He's the first fight for a reason. I mean, come on. But uh, keep going. He's not keep the going. first fight, but thank no, you. No, no, but the, the guy that you were talking about since since oh, the first person you talked about when we when we first Opening up, talking. Jeremiah yeah. Wells versus Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond. Yeah. First UFC fight. City kickboxing. I saw, I saw this dude's highlights. He's kind of a beast. I'm not going to lie. He's kind of a beast. Yeah, I know he's good. And so I looked him I, up. I took, I took your advice. I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to have the beers flowing and our great seats being able uh, all the things we're going to be able to see. <laughs> you should post it on Twitter or something and and let everybody judge to see if it was if it's a good seat or not. If we're allowed to complain and for how long? You know, it's a month of complaining Bro, long enough. Two fans you... pool coming up. There we go. Look, was this seat Caesar. worth? Yeah, Caesar, you're gonna complain regardless. So, Alejandro's <laughs> been complaining ever since the day, the day I got the tickets. So, ain't nothing yeah, new, dude. I would complain, but Alex does it all for me, so I don't think I need to. I'm okay. Well, but why no, would you? The ask? thing is that 
The thing is, the day of the event, Alex doesn't complain. That's where you come in. You tap in. You're like, all right. Yeah, we tap. Damn, David. Damn, David. That's smart. You you will. Every beer, I'll be like, man, this wouldn't hurt so much if I didn't spend so much on these tickets. And anytime I go up the stairs, I'm going to be like, look at this. More steps. I'm going to check my Apple Watch. I mean, I look at that. 2,000 steps. You think that was worth those tickets, David? And so we shall see. Anywho, um, so that is UFC 271. Um, do you have any final thoughts on that before I wanted to run through uh, last week's last weekend's fight night? Some key points I wanted to talk about. But do you have anything else for UFC 271? Nope. Nope. Sounds okay. good. So fight night, this past fight night, Hermanson versus Strickland. I wanted to kind of talk to you about some stuff, run through some stuff real quick. First of all, our boy Treshawn Gore, Brian Battle, Treshawn Gore, what 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 happened there? I I was so mad at that fight, but I couldn't text you about it because I didn't want to spoil it for you. And then you stopped replying to me when you were re- when you were watching it later. So I was like, yeah. I, I guess I'll catch his thoughts later on another day. I guess. Yeah. No, he just he just beat him. I mean, it was close. I think it was like one one going into the last one, and it was just it was barely. I think one had more output. I think it was that one. It was just. Yeah, it's just I really I really expected more from Treshawn. And I think if this would have been like I think if he wouldn't have gotten hurt and this really was the finale, I think it would have been a lot more eventful. I think it would have impacted people a lot more. I think it would have been a bigger highlight than it was this time. Like like you say, like the UFC's not really promoting and we barely knew that this fight was was, you know, uh set up. So it was awesome to see them, but I do think the flame kinda died out a little bit. And again, they didn't didn't sell this fight. I haven't seen anything from these guys. I think Brian Battle text uh, tweets from like an account with no picture on it or something like that. Like it's, it's, it's like these guys are just not selling themselves. And so, but besides that, I think I thought it was a good fight. It, it definitely was a banger. It was it was good. It wasn't uh, a good fight. It was. It was I thought it was. I thought it was just more fun seeing them. It was, it was okay. Like a nostalgia thing. I was like, oh, nice. I'm getting to see these guys out. And I would always make up for it. I was like, okay, one one. All right, I guess we got some emotion going. We're like, we're tied. We're we're let's see what any anybody can take this. But I, I I did expect a lot more from them. It was okay. It was. I'm not a hater. You know, I'm not a David either. Now you can go. What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. I just gave them a compliment. You were like, it was not good. I was like, you can say it was kind of good. You didn't have to it was okay. put in their lives out there. And you're just like, it wasn't good. Like they don't well, do this to satisfy David Canella in College Station. Like, let them live their life. You didn't even pay so, for this fight. This fight was free. Anywho, um, I think the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way was Treshawn Gore coming into this talking about two division titles and oh, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, bro, you haven't even stepped inside your first UFC fight. Yeah. And this dude's talking all that just to... It's one thing, like, if you just ended up losing i i hate this that lack of output that he was doing i i i don't like it because it's just like you're not going out on your sword you know what i mean it's kind of it's kind of like the tyron woodley thing you know that's why i I could respect when he lost to vicente luque i could respect that he went out on the sword you know he went out swinging yeah yeah and treshawn gorge was just like standing there just kind of I mean, I, I felt like for the most part, battle won just from throwing, like just just straight off of output, like you said. That third round, I mean, they both didn't really do much, but Brian Battle had way more output, so it's like, of course, he won the fight. And it's just that's that's the thing that rubbed me the wrong way. That's a shitty way to win to lose a fight coming in talking the way you were talking, and you let somebody beat you on a decision. Mainly because they put out put out more than you did, because you just stood there, and yeah, yeah it was very disappointing to me. And that, especially, that really especially when it followed a fight like Julian Arosa versus Steven yeah. Peterson, because that yeah. was a fucking banger. Yeah, that it was did a banger. Really, that was that was a really good one. Like going into like halfway through the second, one, I was like, "This is a classic." Like this is a classic. These boys are going at it, and it got Both better. Stupid. I told you in the third round, it yeah. got better. <laughs> it got even better. Yeah, yeah. And no, it, that was a good one where they both went at it. Like 
if either one, like, if either one was to have gotten knocked out, knocked out, we'd been like, okay, finally, like, of course, we expected this to happen. And with either one losing, we were like, bro, you got my follow on Instagram. Don't worry, like, you, you, you got me as a fan, dude. Rosa looked like he was about to go down, and then he just submerges a spinning, spinning back fist elbow, whatever he did, and then like kind of wobbled Peterson, and I was like, oh my god, yes, yes, end of the round, throwing spins, just flipping in the air and stuff i don't know how they would do all that in the moment dude it, it it's it's one of the, you love a fight like that because they're both ev- equally just like gassed and just beat the fuck up and it's just straight fuck it it's just fuck it there's no like let me bob and weave and feel, put yeah, it safe. They're, they're both just like fuck it we're swinging we're swinging yeah. and banging and yeah that was that's that how you was, make a name for yourself that's how you make it, it in the sport Fun fact, Peterson missed weight. So Julian and Rosa got both of their bonuses. 100K to the bank. That's how it works? I think so, if I, if I read that correctly. Rosa gets the fight of, uh, Peterson's fight of the night bonus. Oh, that's not okay. Uh, why not 30% of the 50K? Because you missed weight. Dang, but he still f- put on the fight. Like he still deserves missed, at least twenty percent of the. You missed. You missed weight, dude. Well, then don't give him a fight. Like then that's well. I guess it makes sense because they did give it to the other fighter. If the UFC just would have been like, "We're not gonna pay you, even though you're a fighter of the night," then I'll probably be upset. But yeah, I guess it makes sense. They gave it to the guy who still who still took the fight, even though the other guy missed the weight. He deserves like, hey, you know, I still went through with it. I still, you, you know. I mean, you, you, you. You know, you watch this stuff, you study this stuff long enough. Like, they take, you know, making weight is very serious, you know, very serious. And if you don't make weight, it's just kind of shame on you. It's a big shame on you. And you, you know that. And so, I, I mean, I don't know. Unless you embrace it. Unless you embrace it, like Paula Costa. Paula (laughs) Costa was just like, I ain't making weight. This dude can fight if he wants to or not. It ain't my problem. Like, how is this not your problem? So I guess, you know, by taking 20 and there was a clip of Adesanya telling Dana White after a fight, like, yo, like it can't just be 20, like 30% of their, their check. They don't care. These fighters don't care. It needs to be more. You take it all away. Like they shouldn't get anything if they're fighting and they're not making the weight because they're putting other people's life, all this stuff. So for fighters still take that fight, even though the other guy missed weight. Yeah, you deserve it. So because I remember, I think Paul Felder said in the commentary, he said something referencing the fact that Peterson, even though like he's still out there, you know, trying to make it a great fight and like putting on a show, even though he can't get the bonus, yeah, you know, I didn't, uh, hear that, Felder, but I didn't really. Yeah, Paul Felder really made a comment referring like something towards it, and it kind of that's when it first caught my attention. Like, hmm, yeah, hmm. yeah, I, but, I didn't. I heard that too, but I didn't know. I didn't really look too much into it. That yeah. was sucked though. That was. I mean, suck you, a lot. you might as well. It's like fuck it. I'm just gonna go down. <laughs> just yeah. yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> for the other guy for still taking the fight, like that was a good calculated risk. Hey, bro, it was definitely worth it to still take that fight. And that mm-hmm. dude made bank off that fight. And then, and um, like the other guy. so for me personally, some other highlights: Shav 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 Shavkat Rachmanov. That dude's a beast. I've seen him fight like three times now. He's yeah, a freaking he's monster. He's, yeah. He is a beast. Him and him and Hamzat, bro. They they're yeah. two up for just yeah. a just interim. Just make an interim, even though Usman is could still be champion. Just the interim of just two, you know, foreign badasses. Just Hamza and and Rachmanov. And yeah, it just looks like the comparisons are starting already. Because the UFC has two big potential. Uh, superstars in their hands from two different like nations that could represent an entire different culture and people. You got Hamza and then you have this guy. Why kill one of their trains? Like right now we have Hamza going up against the number two Gilbert. So that's great. You know, that's what we want. We want to build these superstars and take them right up to the top. So this dude, the problem is he's just not he's just not out there. You know, you got Hamza just all you need to learn is just a couple key words like Hamza. Smash. I'm just gonna smash. Just smash. Like that's all he says. And just because he can say that, we're like, okay, he has at least some personality. Uh, 
And this guy, like, I don't, there's really not much that I feel like is gravitating people. But he's so undefeated. Killing mm-hmm. it. Killing it. All knockouts. What is it? What's he? <laughs> how many does he fight? He has uh, 15. All, most all, fi- all finishes. Yeah. I think finishes, before yeah. before going into this, he literally had seven knockouts, seven subs. So he he's like, I'm pretty sure he goes into the fight like, I need to even it out. Let me. Okay, we need a knockout on this one. Like on his next yeah. fight, since he got the knockout on this one, the next fight he's gonna be like, "All right, what submission do we want to do today? Like, what, what, what? Yeah. How? Like, we need to even." Yeah, he eventually needs to start going against ranked people. He's eventually gonna start working th- his way up. I think that's what's due up for him. Uh, has to be. You can't keep feeding him these these unranked guys. You just you can't. Um, you know, there's yep. no unranked champs, Sean O'Malley. Um. But yeah, uh, honestly, Jack Hermanson versus Sean Strickland, that was a snooze fest. I'm not even going to lie. I turned it off like yeah, third round. It just round. talks too much to have this many decisions. For somebody that's always talking about killing people, you got decisions, bro. Come on. like you, you should be a little bit more reckless if that was the Ooh. case. Or a little bit more, uh, this should be a little bit more common for you. For him to go out there and then like, I just don't like when they turn it up at the end because that means you didn't give it your all. We want them to ding, ding, ding at the end or bing or whatever the buzzer is at the end of the fifth round and for them to collapse. They're like, like you know they gave it their all. But when there's 10 seconds left and then they start screaming like, bro, in the middle, then like, come on, bro. You, you, you know, you didn't put your all out there. And that's what you were saying earlier. You know, that's th- what you want to see. I think you could definitely tell the fighters – that have been there, like have done the five rounds before you could tell those fighters. Cause they know exactly how to pace themselves. Like with the right paces for the five rounds versus, you know, I feel like a Sean Strickland isn't too experienced on the five rounds. So he was just very, I don't want to guess. No, I got, I got, I got five rounds. Let me just, let me not do too much. Let me not try to do too much, but I got an ESPN notification 20 minutes before hopping on here. Yeah, I want to get your take on this, Caesar. Real. Both knees. She said both knees. Really? She's pulling. Bro. not even her current like she's doing all this stuff i need to fight her now because i know i can beat her she's not in her top shape and so maybe it is true maybe nunez really wasn't training because of her, her knees um but at that point it's not Pinga's fault like you still lost so even if it is true it's still not an excuse like you still lost if Ngannou would have lost and then later he come in, came in with like well you know i did have the knee we wouldn't have been like, oh, it's okay, bro. Here's your belt back. You know, it, it don't work like that. He still lost. He decided to take the fight. And he lost. Uh, or he didn't lose, but he could have. Uh, Pena lost. I mean, not Pena lost. Uh, yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, Pena beat her. So, you know, right now her only really uh, thing is just to beat Pena now in the rematch. They're going to be the tough, the tough um, coaches, the ultimate fighter coaches. How do you feel about that? Talk about I, I don't hate it as much as Twitter hates it. I would say that uh, MMA Twitter is hating on it. They hate it so much, and I, I don't think it's the worst. It's kind of like whatever, but I'm like, who? Who? I mean, yes, Masvidal versus Covington would have been great, but I want to see I them like fight. Pena, bro, can you imagine Pena for a whole season? Oh my, bro, that is the cringiest thing ever. And then Nunez, like. What interest is, is there? Now, I've always wondered, when it's women uh, coaches, is the uh, are all the fighters women, or are there guys and girls? on the? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're doing heavyweights and flyweights. I think all And then men. the other thing was, I did see a meme of, like, I did see some meme of Pena and Nunez, like, kind of throwing punches, and, like, just very, like, loopy punches, and, like, it just wasn't the most, the greatest striking and then the meme was like, oh, these are going to be the striking you, coaches for Are tough. you saying women can't <laughs> coach 
And you really want to go back there? You want to get canceled again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that they get five, but I mean, if you get some middleweights in there and you got a 145 or trying to teach them how to throw strikes or wrestle or grapple, I mean, it, it's it's just not. She's a champion. They're just of the women's division. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, come on, bro. If Nunez would have taken that title from a Demetrius Johnson, then now we're talking, bro. Now she's a legend. You know, if she took that that belt from a Henry Cejudo or something. But come on, bro. Bro, we I just... wish, I wish I could call up Juliana Juliana Pena the whoop. No, oh, they would whoop me. They would definitely, you know, both either one of them in their sleep could just like put me to sleep. But that's not what we're saying here. We're just saying like in the world of MMA, you know, they're just not the. They're good for their division, but but it's the same thing. That's like me saying, "Oh, is Brandon Moreno better than Ngannou?" No, they're they're good in their own divisions. Like just because Ngannou can beat him any day of the week, doesn't mean that he's not as good of a fighter. I don't think women can compare to men, and that's just true. I think some of the even if we look at the 145er, let's compare the just the 145 division of women and men, or 135er pound division. I think like if it's a war, the top 15. 135 is a man and 130 like captain america civil war they, they're both lining up and run towards each other and we just have that or if we have like those russian five versus five uh mma yeah. competitions <laughs> and we give five of the best women and five of mediocre men like the men are like, unfortunately stop. like yeah. yeah it's the facts <laughs> stop right there all right two fans we'll that's where valentina that's what we're and, ending uh, this that's the uh, clarissa shields and then we'll just get some random Askarov or Perez or like random like we won't even get the elite. And like Anywho, it's, just, it's the um, reality. Thank you to fans. Oh wow, uh, you want to this once again <laughs> for joining us once again. I didn't even you know myself us. anymore. <laughs> at slice at sliced apples pod on Twitter at slice at sliced apple. <laughs> it's fucking season. At sliced apples up, podcast. For Instagram, TikTok, um, et cetera, et cetera, YouTube. Um, please just skip through those. La- just ignore those last few minutes. Um, they don't represent if, the uh, the podcast. If, if this is, you know, this is 2022. If in 2032 somebody gets a hold of this file, um, Caesar. I'll be looked at as Nostradamus. They'll be like, wow, this guy really predicted. Like, this is, he was right all along. So, <laughs> Caesar apologizes. No. And Caesar apologizes. He, he, he respects women and um, he thinks they deserve equal rights, as, as so, do, so do all of we. Um, anywho, before we dig ourselves in a deeper hole, thank you guys. And uh, we will see you next time. Peace.